hey guys, uh, welcome to the Cookout Podcast uh, 2.0. Uh, last year, a couple of years, you know, we started up. We had uh, some uh, fun episodes, and uh, we thought we could uh, have a new one. We've got some new uh, new cast members, and uh, let's go around and uh, everybody introduce yourself. We've got Cyphers. Hey, how's it going? Cyphers here. And we've got Harley Quinn. What's up, guys? Harley Quinn. We have Anka. Hey, everybody. I think I'm here temporarily, but hey. We were going to have a King Ether here today, uh, but he couldn't make it. So Anka is filling in uh, for him. And uh, Cyforce and Harley are here as guest spots uh, just to... Uh, Talk about a little things, you know, what's coming on, or what, what we're going to try and do something new uh, for the Cookout podcast. We're going to have like an after show, uh, live after show where, or on Twitch, where we could, you know, listen to your thoughts and comments about the podcast and what we discussed, and if you want to talk about anything extra. Um, and Cyforce will be the main lead on that, and he's he's looking for a co-host. Then Harlequin has has stepped in. Hey, kick down out. the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, basically, I mean, if there's anything you guys want to go, like, you know, go around the table if you want to talk about maybe a little bit more about yourself in particular, Cyforce, uh, Harlequin, like, who wants to, who wants oh, yeah, to start? Sure. Um, yeah. How's it going? Cyforce here. I've been streaming for about two years before I discovered the cookout. I, where have you guys been my whole life? I've been looking for people of color on Twitch my entire time here. And it's always been just like scroll, 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 look for a black face. And then, hey, you meet a new friend. But now we're all here as a big collaborative group of people of color trying to, you know, make it out here. So, yeah, I volunteered to do the, I don't want to call it after show, but the Saturday live show. And yeah. it's going to be great. It's going to be it's going to be exactly like what you guys are listening to right now, but instead of you just talking to the screen and, you know, yelling your thoughts, you can you talk can to us directly. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. It'll be, be great. Can't wait. Can I, can I ask how long you've been in the cookout, roughly? I've been in the cookout since uh, TwitchCon 2018, so October. So what is that, like four or five months? Oh, so you no. met, so, so did Can't you meet math. people at TwitchCon? Yeah, yeah I actually met that? Denny in person, and he handed me the little cookout card that had a a whole application process to it. It was the invitation, really cool. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it would just be like, hey, here's a Discord link, come through, but nah. nah I, I, I realized a lot of people in this group have been, you know, attacked. And there's a reason why there's so much shroud over the group. So it, it was really cool. I feel like I'm a secret agent. That's right. Secret cookouts. Uh Holly Man in black. Yeah. Holly Quid. Well I'm glad you found us though, but yeah. Holly Quid. Uh, okay, let's see. So I'm a baby, actually. I just started oh, yeah. streaming. Yeah, I just started streaming in like okay. November, full time. Not even full time, but for real, for real. Because um, I was streaming just for like my best friend because we worked retail and there would be like some days we'll be at work with no customers. So she would be like, get on so I can watch something. And it's like, okay. But um, after a while, like people started coming into the stream and I was like, wait, am I entertaining? <laughs> like, yeah. do you guys really want to watch? Okay, cool. So it was around my birthday in November that I decided to go ahead and start this streaming thing. 
And how you finding it? How you finding Twitch? I absolutely love it. So I'm on Twitch and uh, Twitch. Really, I'm hungry. I'm on Twitch and Mitzer, and um, I just I love it so much. It's so cool. Like people get so bored, and that you actually want to just sit and watch somebody else play a game that you're never going to finish. It's perfect. <laughs> you're one of those streamers that never finish I, anything. Man, my backlog is like so bad right now. <laughs> It's horrible, but um, I can't remember how I found the cookout. I'm pretty sure I was in one of Denny's streams on Twitch, and I'm just going to call myself like a assassin because I just kind of infiltrated and just came in here. Yeah, because you've been you've been here for at least over a year or so. No? Yeah, quite, I was yeah. in. I'm very quiet. Thank you. I'm very quiet. But I was in here before I even became a streamer when I just like to view people so yeah that's why i question you like your baby like i, I well, i'm a baby from... streamer <laughs> yeah that's why when you said that i was like her huh? because i've known i've i've seen you around i don't know you know you but i've seen you around yeah. for a while so it's like huh? i've been okay here. i've been hiding in the corners but as far as streaming i'm a baby <laughs> okay <laughs> no worries and uh Anka. Oh no, I thought I was just gonna avoid this part. Okay. Nah. <laughs> nah. No All right. All right, everybody again. My name is Anka. Um I got my um name Anka from my nephew because he couldn't pronounce Bianca. So he just started calling me Anka. So that's I just went ran with it. But um I've been streaming since twenty sixteen. Um was on Mixer first and then I eventually got on Twitch. Um, so I'm still on Mixer, Twitch and Mixer, uh, and I do creative and game streams very, very spontaneously. I'm not a consistent streamer at all, but people still show up. So I appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. But, um, I don't remember exactly how I found the cookout. I think I was just looking for, um, like a group of black girl gamers. And then of course that group black girl gamers popped up, but I couldn't figure out how to join their um, group or whatever. So then I was just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And I was like, oh, look, the cookout. And I was like, huh, I wonder if I can get invited to the cookout. Cause you know, there's that running joke, you know? Mm. <laughs> so no, it's not a shit like, thing. Right. So you need to be invited to the cookout. <laughs> right. <laughs> so basically how that happened was I was going to fill out the application for the cookout and then I messaged I DM somebody on Twitter who was running the cookout account and like, hey, you can see people's form responses and then like I guess three days later y'all sent me an invite to the group. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But I just absolutely love this community. Um, I've quickly become everybody's little sister. (laughs) (laughs) And y'all just a loving group. And I'm so glad I finally found people I can actually relate to and use, you know, and, you know, just culture, culturally, you know, just even that. And then just, you know, it's just nice to be around people who understand you, you know. (laughs) But other than that, um, that's about all I can think of to say. Um, no, I understand that. <laughs> I get, I get that. Uh, have you? Were you there before TwitchCon? Uh, no. No, you were after like d- December, November, right? Mm-hmm. Like after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're now a mod. Don't forget that out. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. 
everybody thought I was so nice and I became a mod and I just um, I just love it <laughs> I just I just want to like mention that because uh you, you were here a short period of time but you, you know you you become mod quickly so I just want everybody to know that you, it's not about longevity it's not like how long have you been on the cookout before you can actually get into a, a certain staff member status it's about you know your thought process and then how willing you are to participate and how you conduct yourself so that's what we look for we're not looking for oh you need to be in the cookout for two years like it's, it's <laughs> not yeah we ain't, we ain't doing that it's about your it's about who you are as a person if you think you're responsible enough to take that extra responsibility you know um but that being said uh my name is uh Temptress Telia you can call me Telia uh or T you know or T hugger I'm, I'm okay with that um <laughs> I've been I've been in the cookout for uh maybe like two from the the second maybe third week that it started uh so I've been I've been by Denny's side for very very long time and seen a lot of things so i would say we started in 2017 april may and i probably joined around about like end of may i know for sure i was here by june and so i've seen the changes that i've seen the changes of you know of ownership and things like that and going forward um and i would say that now in terms of my role I'm more <clears throat> at the beginning I wasn't anything I was just helping out here and there and I think mostly at the end of 2017 like mid 2017 end of 2017 I was more of an admin role and more of like a right hand person to Denny um with other people to support him and now it's more like okay now I'm taking on more of a role I've been here for the longest and I understand Denny's vision um, so I'm here to support him and, and whatever we need to go forward. And funnily enough, I didn't want to join the cookout when I first when I first heard about it because of I didn't think that I was black enough to to come to the cookout like legit. Ooh, no, that's no, a message. Yeah, like uh, I'm gonna I'll keep it 100. It's on the Twitter. You actually, if you go back on my Twitter account, you I actually say, but I'm not black, so why would I come to the cookout? And then, then he was like, what What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> 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 because, you know, if anybody doesn't know, like my, my heritage is mixed race, half Ghanaian, half uh, white. But I'm quite light-skinned, so I can pass as white. I'm not going to try and uh, sugarcoat that shit. Like, people wouldn't think I'm mixed race unless either you see my hair and it's for glory or you actually have a conversation with me and you realise, ah, okay, you're not, you're not someone that, okay. <laughs> so... Um, do you not feel so black yeah. in your everyday life? I don't identify as black. I de- identify mostly on mixed race uh, because of the way I've been treated in the past. Mm. So it's a, mm. it was a real struggle. And I would say that joining the cookout has helped me identify more with my blackness. Not to say I was shunning my blackness. I've always, I've, uh, my family is black. I raised in a black culture. I, I would say I'm more black than I would be like in, in terms of identifying to a culture, I identify more to a black culture, but I never felt like I belonged. So by joining the cookout, it helped me heal those things. And I, I'm still not over it 100%, but it helped me feel more comfortable in being around uh, people, other people of colour and being comfortable with who I am 
and not thinking, oh, you're looking down at me because I'm light skin or whatever feelings I've had in the past where I've had those experiences. So, yeah, I'm just on the other spectrum of colorism. Like, I'm, I'm not I'm on the other side. Why did you feel like that. you needed to be black in order to join the cookout? Um, because that's how I've been treated in the past by people of color, by black people, by even mixed race people that are darker. That they they didn't they wouldn't validate my my heritage because my the way my skin was, so they won't believe I'm 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 mixed. They'll be like, why are you like? Well, are you sure? Are you sure? I've actually had people. Are you sure you're, you're, you're mixed race? <laughs> so, I've uh, never heard this before. Like, yeah, yeah. So. Wow. I understand what you're saying. Um, there's uh, the reason why I ask that is because there's more than just black people as part of the cookout. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I don't think the motto is for black people by black people. Exactly. And people of color co- covers everybody really. Like, yeah, yeah, most people. I'm glad that it, it 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 is that, and hopefully, by me being here, if there's anybody out there that is really hesitant, like oh, I don't know if I could join that because they've experienced what I could have, what I've experienced in my past. You know, I, I'm here testament that it's really not about just black people joining. Join. It's not like a, just a black space. It is a people of color space, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just so happens that majority that are here are, are black and that's okay you know um so yeah i'm happy being here <laughs> it's helped me heal everybody's cool you know uh we've i've re- i've rarely had any in-house fighting or anything like that we're all like jamming and we're like thank god we're in the space that we can just be ourselves you know yeah. mm-hmm. um and there's a lot of things i want to i want to achieve the cookout with everybody's help you know and it's a great community to come up and but I can go and talk about that for ages. Um, you know, I'll we can, we can, can. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, as, as long as you feel black, you're black to me, Tila. I'm I'm mixed race, so like I, I, I will still maintain I'm mixed race. Like I because like, if my thought and stance is if I say I'm black, then I'm denying my mother mother's white. You know, so yeah, by saying yeah. I'm mixed race, I'm taking all of my heritage, all of my culture. I'm black and white. You know, and even the mixed race culture as well, because that's a completely different culture. Uh, as much as you think it might not be, it there is a difference of how you feel, where you belong, and it's something different than being a little bit darker or a little bit lighter. You know, so I, I embrace all of that. I'm taking that all in, and I'm going to. Me personally, I say I'm mixed race, so then I can. I know I'm true to myself and who I am. Um, you know, that's just me. Um, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, it's all good though. But uh, moving on to the next thing though, I'm just wondering because we're in the cookout. Has it, what, what is it? Uh, people been cooking uh, this uh, this a uh, couple of past days? Anybody cooking anything nice? I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna ask anchor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why not? Why are we not? Because I know because I know you've been making nachos <laughs> and uh, chili. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> oh god, that was oh, fun. No. I just uh, want to point out, y'all like to make fun of me because I can't cook. Okay, I'm just kidding. I mean, you can make a bowl of cereal. That's pretty easy. <laughs> That's not cooking, though. That's not. Can cooking. you make noodles? Can yeah. you make like ramen noodles? 
That's not nice. from scratch. Can't make it from oh. flour, but I can definitely make it. I mean, I'm talking about right out the pack. Oh, what? Absolutely. You consider that cooking? Oh Lord, that's not... oh my God, that's not cooking. That's heating it up. I mean, it involves boiling water and putting the what? right seasoning. So I mean, it's close. If you Dude, add a fried egg on top, you cooked it. Look, if you add man, some little pork cutlet in it, you got it. I lived with somebody my junior year of college, and kid you not, it was the third day we moved in. I was sitting in the kitchen trying to go over my syllabus and stuff, and I looked up. I look in the microwave. It's turning black inside. This girl didn't put the water in the ramen cup. Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> She's trying to kill you. Yes. <laughs> that stuff ain't safe to inhale. It's not. <laughs> it's barely good to eat. You know it says on the cup and noodle package, do not put this in the microwave. We all do it anyway. But it yeah. definitely says that on the cup noodles uh, packaging on the styrofoam. You're supposed to boil the water and let it sit. See? Okay. That styrofoam so tastes I so good. I, oh, Lord. So this is how <laughs> I don't eat cup of noodles because I think cup of noodles are whack. I see. Heathen. Heathen. Heretic. Right. Noodles is life. However, there is a certain uh, ramen noodles that I will eat. There's, uh, is it uh, Indomie? Indomie ramen noodles that come in a plastic wrapping, so you have to take them out and then put them in a bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then I will put them, put the water in there with the seasoning, put a little bit of my own seasoning in there because I'm just saying. <laughs> and then and then I put it in the microwave. And I like to overcook them, so I'm fine with it being really ultra soft and a lot of like a, like a miso kind of soup. Now, mm. if I really wanted to be extra fancy, I'm like, yo, I need to, you know, I need a little bit of that. <laughs> I, what I would then do is, like, make a little quick stir fry with them them things. Like, add a little bit of meat up in there, blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. use the, the seasoning and that for, like, a soup. And then put the the meat and stuff like that in there. So I have, I have a legit miso soup. It's no longer ramen noodles. It's, like, miso with... Yeah, well, I, I usually add, like, I usually add vegetables and stuff. If I make the ramen noodles, I, yeah, like, I don't you know, spice it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and try if you can, if you can, try not to use the seasoning pack because that's so much salt in there. It's so like, it'll give oh, you it's it's pure so salt much salt thrown on there. Yeah, yeah. literally, yeah. you're basically just drinking salt, a bag <laughs> of salt. Do they even make like salt-free seasoned salt? No, I don't think they do. Like, it's just a bag of salt. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing if they could. Salt, they don't go to salt. Min- yeah. Minus I, our number one ingredient. Isn't that Mrs. Dash? I mess with Mrs. Dash <laughs> OD because they have no salt in their seasoning. Yeah. Oh, really? It's so good. Yeah, yeah it's just chopped up oh, vegetables, wow. really. Chopped yeah. up vegetables and herbs, exactly. no salt. Like, hardcore, like, I know people keep on going on about it. It's like, oh, you need to put salt and pepper. But if you really know wow. how shit, you can put, you can actually make things to really taste flavorful if you put the right type of like celery taste like pepper like mm-hmm. all of these things that you could put in there that can actually all these root vegetables that really give some substance and growth to to your food like some depth to your food i, I, I swear there was one guy we were watching uncle uh well uncle cook and someone was saying that they don't like onion i was like what they don't cook mm. with onion i thought this was oh. mad crazy yeah. for this some people salt and pepper is too that. spicy anyway that's why who said that? Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> I remember seeing that. I was like, what? Great. I mean, I love y'all. Jesus, I don't... Oh, God. But, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we could, we, 
Go on. Sorry. Go on. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Go, go. I'm talking too much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know if y'all ever had steakums or not, but listen, if you're trying oh, to make steakums. a really quick. Okay. So it's like a really thin slice of beef and you get like six in a pack and um like a beef patty mm, not really a patty it's like imagine if it was beef in crepe form <laughs> it's really oh, thin. Oh, like, a oh, like a thin cut yeah like it's like super thin okay. yeah it takes like it takes literally a sec not a second it takes literally 60 seconds to cook this but listen if you're trying to make a really good quick philly steak Ooh. um Get some steakums, get some onions, get some provolone, get some mayonnaise. Just a little bit of mayonnaise. I know everybody mm. don't like mayonnaise, but listen, just get a little bit of mayonnaise. Mm. And some green pepper. Good. Okay. <laughs> mm. It's good if you need, if you're trying to cook on a budget. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm going to substitute that mayonnaise for some barbecue sauce, and I'm with you. See, but you know what? <laughs> mayonnaise, don't, don't, everybody be saying, oh, mayonnaise is whack. I think your American whack mayonnaise must be a hell of a butt crack. <laughs> like you it's it's actually it's decent like mm-hmm. you would eat mayonnaise with chips and things like that like Ugh. and we would put it in yeah. yeah we have like burger sauce which is ketchup and mayonnaise together and we put it in the burger like that's yeah. a legit thing that's interesting that you said that because when I, I went to Paris when I was nine and I couldn't eat eggs and stuff when I was that age but so of mm. course I couldn't eat mayonnaise but when I went to Paris I could eat the mayonnaise over there, so yeah. I don't know. Because <laughs> the eggs, the eggs is uh the way it was. It's the way the eggs are oh. are treated. So we, oh. you have to understand. You guys have have the most unhealthiest, healthiest food. Your food <laughs> is laced with so much rubbish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, <laughs> and our chickens are bred in the factory, so that's probably why yeah. our mayonnaise quality is so bad. Yeah, probably. I mean, we have we do have uh like uh caged hens here but we also do have a lot of farms here and um uh free free uh free range eggs over here as well so i guess it's it's a bit different and we don't add a lot of preservatives and shit stuff like that uh to mm. to the f- feed and things so our food doesn't last as long in terms of shelf life but it's not full of steroids and i mean it does have something but it's not got a lot of uh you know like the meat is not plumped with extra water or anything like that. It's like I realized that when I lived in Germany, like I went in, I was like, "Why is this refrigerator so tiny? How do you store your yeah. food?" And then I was, they was like, "Yeah, we don't keep the food that long. You buy what yeah. you're gonna cook, otherwise yeah, it'll spoil." And I was like, "Oh, that's so smart." <laughs> I wonder how much more time they use to shop for food compared to us. Like I shop, you know, just once a week or maybe like once every two weeks i buy a whole lot of food store it all in my my fridge and yeah i don't have to i'm well i live by myself but Uh, i don't have to go shopping that often like i'm sure if i had a smaller refrigerator i'd be going every day to go shop for food or it'd be part of my routine to be like what am i going to eat tonight let me go buy it fresh so yeah it's two different types of lifestyles Mm -hmm. i mostly eat mostly fresh uh i probably i would buy meat and i know like i I, you know i buy certain type of meat but I'll probably go like maybe twice a week. So one for like on the on the weekend, one for any of the like the larder stuff and anything that I'm really out of. And then halfway through the week, I would go for game for like like dairy or anything like in between, like the extra meat or whatever. You know the things that go off quickly. Quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't. I don't need to go in there every day. But then yeah. I don't have. It's just yeah. Oh. Y'all don't use freezers. 
Yeah, we have freezers, but it's not big. They're like, tiny. Size. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the size of the fridge. Like, literally the size of a fridge. We don't have, like, American-style freezers. We have, like, um, what do you call them? Uh, box, box refrigerators. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that you put them in an apartment? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. just them little... Yeah, we tend to have those type of... Only because that now we've been seeing all too many cribs on MTV that we've seen all you nice, sexy, <laughs> double, double-door fridges that yeah. is like coming over. It's coming over here. Like, people are like, oh, I want myself an American fridge. I made it. Like, literally, if you have an American fridge in your house in the UK, be like, yeah, I'm, I'm stylish. Like it's it's a wow. it's a novelty item. It's not something. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, you gotta store food for the apocalypse for when like all the rain is coming and you want to go outside. Yeah. Does it rain a lot oh, in the UK? Yeah, it rains every day to the point where we go out anyway. So Any, nobody got time to go out getting wet to buy a box of cereal and some milk. If it's raining, I don't I go mean... anywhere. <laughs> but the thing is, if it rains like eighty percent all the time, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna work? How are you gonna live? You just walk out. <laughs> People walk around in the rain. People don't care. Over here. I see. It's like that yeah. in Florida. It could rain at any moment and it'd be torrential downpour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rain, oh, rain yeah, you are. You got to use your umbrella like a shield. <laughs> I find it way too, it's way too humid in Florida. Like, it I don't is. Like yeah, it is. Facts. Oh, it's horrible. So, like, my hair is like a. F- it just goes from next level. I went for uh, a frizzy. Well, cool. 40 degree North Carolina weather to 85 degree, 94% humidity, Florida weather. No, geez, <laughs> right now? Oh my gosh. No, it was uh, back in December. It was my first time going to Florida, actually. Mm-hmm. And so I, could, I, like, I can tell you it's like 78 right now. I'm in oh, Orlando. Must be nice. What's, what's 78? What, 20? Uh, oh. oh, Fahrenheit. Maybe like uh, 23, 24 Celsius? That's, that's a summer over here. That's summer. Mm-hmm. I'm sipping my lemonade right now. Must be nice. <laughs> it's rainy that's, and 30. But isn't that cold to you though? That's like legit cold to you though, no? Seventy-eight. Yeah, no, in no, Florida, no, that's no. isn't that cold? No, no, mm-hmm. no that's what? Huh? No, that's like shorts and a tank top and slippers. <laughs> of oh, slippers, flip flops. I mean, over here it's fifteen degrees, which is like fifty-nine. Let me bust up my calculator. That's warm to me. Fifty-nine is warm. Fifty-nine is warm. Fifty-nine is cold. Okay, fifty nine okay. is me. That fifty nine is a nice, like it's sun, sunny, but it has a nice breeze. There's humidity. Mm-hmm. That's what what fifteen is for me. So what people start know. busting out their shorts when it's around ten degrees Celsius, fifty degrees Fahrenheit. That's when people start really like. Well, certain people start busting out their shorts and their flip flops <laughs> at that at that temperature. Oh, yeah, that's, but yeah, like, that's normal. Yeah, that's normal. seventy eight is great. Like like you don't. It's not too hot. It's not cold at all. You don't need any type of extra layer. You can go out however you want. It's great. Oh, okay. As long as it's not super humid, then like mm-hmm. not like sweating bullets. I need that in my life. Mm, okay. Thirty degrees, I think. I just remember going into float, like going, <laughs> actually going into a, a store, and uh, as I'm going into the store, you get the cold air, and then I start sweating because I've, I actually feel the drips of sweat because I never noticed <laughs> it when I was outside because I'm just welched in humidity, and I come in like shit. Am I? Am I actually wet? Like, what? <laughs> like that's what hey. I used to remember. And I just be so like, oh my god, the cool air, Jesus. Yeah, that's that's all I remember in Florida. But yeah, no, the closest I ever been to the UK was Ireland, like in two thousand one. But I think it went in oh, the summer, yeah. so it was like seventies. It was pretty cool. Well, I want to go to Ireland. Good. 
I mean, what are you talking about? Uh, Northern Ireland or Ireland? I was in Cork. Like I got to oh. kiss the Blarney Stone. Oh. The notoriously things back in 2001. <laughs> so I don't remember it as much. I remember like the only black people that was there was me and my mom and one other person we saw on the bus in the two <laughs> weeks we were there. And we traveled. You want to know something funny, though? That happened to me in the states in Arizona. Like when I went to, I lived in Arizona for a couple of months and I went to the Walmart and I saw the only other like black girl and I'm like, Hey, and she's like, Oh, you're not from around here. Are you? And I was like, mm. well, damn. <laughs> you know, talk to each other? It's a I was like, Oh God, are we, can we not that not, we can't talk. Right. Is that against the rules? Oh yeah. That's totally against the rules of London. You don't know. <laughs> we don't like some some people will say that how they do the nod to to other fellow black people. We don't do that yeah. right here. Like you don't you don't look at anybody. Oh, put your head down. Oh, no. you... oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, we don't 19... we don't acknowledge that. It's nineteen twenties now. Mm. No, it's not even like that. It's just we. I, I, my ex husband. He was he's American. He came here and he started he started giving the nod every time he walked past. <laughs> Us, yeah, uh, black people, which is normal, out here. guys, right? And I get I, that. Like, I understand that he's from Florida. He like so he, you know, and he did that. And I was walking with him, and the guy looked at him like, "What the fuck are you looking at?" And, <laughs> he, walking, and he looked at me and was like, "Why is he being like that?" Like, what did you do? And he was like, "I nodded at him." So why the fuck are you nodding at him? And then he told me the reason why, and I'm like, "Yeah, people don't give a shit about that. Really, like they don't, they don't care." Damn, they really don't. Wow, that must be nice. Where were we at, black people? Where were we at? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but the the thing is, London, the way I'm living is really diverse. Like the borough we're in, there is no majority in the in race. Like everybody has equal amount of diversity. Like every like if you break it all down, there's all equal amounts. Like there's white people, black people, Asian people, uh, poor. Right. Well, there's there's not not many. Actually, the Spanish, uh, Brazilian, uh, Eastern European. There's so many. Have it's, you been in New York before, Tila? Yeah, I've been twice. I've been twice. Oh, all right. So, like, like down to like New York City, New York, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's, it is hella diverse. Like, like you oh, get, hell. You, every, like, every United Nations flag is represented in New York City. Yeah. They probably even have their own neighborhood. Yeah, I didn't realize. Well, I, I moved from New York to Florida in 2015. I didn't realize how diverse shock, America right? isn't. Like, yeah, when when I came down here to Florida, I was like, "Damn, it's like really white and fifty five and up. Like this is mm-hmm. ridiculous." I, I I thought it would be like I thought Miami was the whole state. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> oh really? And, I, and the Flor- I... Yeah, and the Florida man, um, the Florida man rumors, not rumors, but the Florida man jokes are real. Every day on the news, is Florida man threw alligator into drive through. The- <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. It's ridiculous. I thought it was a fake story. No, no, no. I do. The one thing that I do know, this is a generalization, and I apologize to any Floridians, that you guys have uh, your own, like, it's almost like you're, you're, people don't want to acknowledge that Florida is part of USA sometimes because of the things that they, you've got some special type of people in Florida. We really (laughs) just want to cut Florida off and just let it drip. Can we get more 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 into Florida? Oh my god! I I remember going to Florida, and I remember going into the apartment into my ex's house, and there was a lake. I was like, "Oh, that's a really nice lake." And I walked over, and as I started walking over, I heard him shout, "Nah, nah, nah, get away from there!" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Look, 
It is pointed, and there's the alligator just coming out of that. Like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and come out the doorway, the lo- the lake is 10 steps. I said, are you crazy? There's an alligator, and you're, you're walking around here. Hey, Jesus, no way. I, I didn't come out of the house unless I was going straight to the car. The way you guys see stray cats is the way we see alligators. What about you? They're, they're out here, man. That is true. Feel free to oh, go up and awful. pet them. What? <laughs> I mean, that's the same in Georgia with deer. Like, what? With deer? Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious? I mean, deer, uh, would deer kill you? No. I mean, they Uh, could if they were running in front of your car. (laughs) You get one in a car. (laughs) Oh, that's That's (laughs) horrible. Yeah. So, do y'all have like like pigeons and squirrels in the UK? Yeah, we have. (laughs) Really? There's no pigeons in Florida, but there's nothing but pigeons in New York. Like they rule. Oh the, yeah, the so, I would say uh, number one, you're more likely to get die in UK from a bee sting. Um, yeah, from a bee, from a bee sting. That's like your number our number one thing. And then, <laughs> then you got badgers. I don't badgers? know. This is not. This is not in order. This is not in order, by the way. We have badgers, which right. are not bad, but they're all right. There's foxes. Now, foxes, they're the, they're the rats. They're the city rats oh. of, of mm. London, in my opinion. We, we have rats, rats, but foxes. Wow. We have rats, but not, not to the point. Like, foxes, they're the bane of my life. And they're protected, so you can't kill them. It's just, oh, it's wow. just horrible. Uh, yeah, it's foxes. Foxes are almost like your... Big version of a raccoon, but as a dog. It's mm. so like just imagine a dog version of a raccoon that do some craziness. Um, I feel real uh, country right now because I'm like, <laughs> oh man, I would love to have a fox as a as a pet. No, oh, I think you're gonna say you want to eat it. <laughs> I'm not that country. I thought you were ready to start barbecuing and grilling. If it's cold, don't touch it. If it's warm, mm. throw it on the grill. Yeah, I'm, okay with, I'm okay with like country foxes, but urban foxes for me annoy the hell out of me because you urban can't do anything about them. Whereas the country, no, seriously, there's urban fox and there's country fox. So do y'all have dogs? Like, yeah, yeah we have dogs. Yeah. <laughs> so like, why why is it so scary that foxes are around? Like, if y'all have a lot of dogs to protect you? What are you talking about? The foxes don't care. I have a dog. <laughs> Okay. I have a dog, and if anybody knows me from my stream, like they, you literally, you would hear my dog go off like two o'clock in the night because the fox is trying to get into my house, like oh. from the dog from the dog flat. It's no joke. Oh, or I put a trash. My my dog or the yeah. What kind of dog do you have? What kind of dog do you have? Oh, I have a I have a border collie. She ain't made for that life. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's not a protected house dog. Yeah, she, she a worker. She ain't she ain't a security dog. Like you know, she ain't a <laughs> you need a dog with some bass in his voice. Yeah, but, and I don't really want to do that, you know. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. We, we, we're we're digressing. But yeah, <laughs> it's safe over here. Okay, you don't, we don't have snake. We do have snakes, but not like that. Uh, we don't have poisonous spiders. You know, you can't die from a spider. Well, mm. you might if you're allergic. Uh, we might have like, one or two, but for the most part, we don't have any dangerous uh, animals like that. I don't even know if we even have sharks. 
Oh. Nah, might, it's probably too cold up there. It, this, yeah, I, don't I, I doubt it. Yeah, a little bit. I, th- I remember seeing whales and, and maybe one or two dolphins, depending on where you go, but not like hardcore. Yeah, like, well, you hardcore know, uh, global warming's yeah. out here in these streets, warming up the waters. Because I, I remember, <laughs> like, uh, when I was in New York City, probably like in like the mid two thousands, um, there was like several manatee spottings, and it, normally they live around like the Caribbean. So oh, like, oh, the water yeah, was yeah. that warm that they were coming up to New York to say what's up. <laughs> oh, wow. So. And where the manatees goes and seals go, that's where sharks swallow. That's so, crazy. Please that turn is... the lights off at the end of the night, guys. Let's stop global warming. Yeah, like, uh, global warming, boy. Let's not go into that. <laughs> that could be for another podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So if anybody doesn't already know, Black History Month is this February for the, U- for the U.S. Jesus. Like, if you don't already know. I, if I'm gonna be honest, I think you guys need a do-over. Like, yeah, you really do. Like, honestly, we need a do-over in everything. Like everything. a lot of ha- a lot of things have happened in Black History Month to the point where I'm like, really? Like, we're gonna wait till October for y'all. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I, t- I tweeted that on the other day. I was like, you could celebrate Black History Month again if you need to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come over. We 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 have extra days, thirty one days, you know. Right. And uh, so you have a little bit more time to really sink in, you know, the history of our peoples. It's okay. It's okay. Like, Ain't that messed sure. up though? They gave us the shortest month out of the year. Well, Black- well, we gave well, us the, the shortest month of the year. We did that. No. Wait, why? Uh, isn't it like Frederick uh, Douglass' birthday or yeah, something like that? It was that? the birthdays. It was oh. the birthdays. That's the reason why they gave yeah. February. Co-signed on this. Honey, so, and then the person that <clears throat> the person that founded Black History Month was actually in the eighties. Imagine, I think it was in the eighties. Is it late eighties or eighties? I'm not sure. It was by a Guardian guy, and he came over uh, to the USA, and then he just founded it in London. Um, and he, he chose October because he's Ghanaian, and in October, uh, October is the time where all the chiefs and leaders come together and sort out their differences. Mm-hmm. So he said, oh, let's do it in October just to keep more to the African roots of black history. Um, so that's why we have October. Like, point blank, that, that's the reason why. Yeah, so it's a little, <laughs> see, it's a little bit more, there's a little bit more substance to it. Like, I'm like, yeah. It's still, you know, Africa roots, like, you know, it's cool. But last year it was weird, like, all of a sudden it started, we started to share the month with international heritage. I was just like, huh? I don't, it's supposed to be black history. I don't understand. Can we have another month for international heritage? Oh, international heritage? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, we started to see international heritage everywhere. And I was like, why? Where's the black history? So and what if like, it's oh, international yeah. black heritage? But, but but they didn't put that in the set. They didn't put that. It's almost like it's a PC term for Black History Month. And I was like, but yo, Black History Month is Black History Month. Can we now then add another month for international heritage for those that are not black, that do have heritage in the UK? And, you know, like for Asian people, that we could, we, we're mostly of an, our minorities, we share mostly Asian people like Indian, Pakistani, Bangladeshi. So, like, why can't we have that as a separate month? So it's separated. Like, like we're fighting for this month, man. Like, it's not easy yeah. as it is, you know. 
And I don't want to take away from anybody else's heritage and celebrations. But it is what it is, I guess. So you guys don't have a month for, like, Asian History Month? Or, like, what is that, Asian Pacific? Uh, no, not really. I mean, we celebrate, like, over here, we celebrate their, like, their celebrate, celebrate, celebratory days, like Eid and, uh, you know, those those things we have, like, a proper, like, party and that. But that's because of the air, the neighborhood that I'm in. Yeah. So we, you know, we respect everybody's religions. But we have Diwali, which is Hindu, mm-hmm. uh, celebrate. So we, 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 it's not a national holiday, but we all know, oh, it's Diwali today. Yeah. Or, yeah. So it's, yeah, we're on point on that regard. I think, me personally, I think we're quite um, tolerant, tolerant to other people's religions. Um, and we understand them a little bit more in my area. Okay. Let's, I keep on forgetting London <laughs> is not England. So, you know, uh, we can't, I can't speak of the rest of England. I can only speak of my area that I live in. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, back, back to you. Is there anything, anything that you want to like, think that is just like, why? What, what happened in Black History Month? That is just, why would that happen? Why would you do that? Other than the last couple of days. Which we'll be talking about later, but anything? I would, I would like to not have one extra day for Black History Month once every four years because of leap year. Like, we should take yeah. days from other whacker months and add to February so we can have more Black History Month. Like <laughs> for a whacker month. <laughs> what's happening in April? Or August, too. Like, the two A months. Like, nothing happens there. That's where everybody chills, really. Oh, for real? I think it'd be cool if you... Because everybody, it's summertime, all the cookouts, you get fireworks, yeah. you're jamming. Yeah. I don't understand why you guys didn't choose. I, I get it, because of Frederick, no, you know, you know, birthdays and communities, but... but Oh no! I think August should be the new USA Black History Month. I think because it's thirty-one days, and over here we actually have two, uh, back holidays, and we have like the Notting Hill Carnival over here. So if we add that August on top of oh my god, and you have Notting Hill Carnival, yo, that'd be awesome. We'll have some, yeah, yeah man. Doesn't awesome. Carnival take place in like uh, February, March? No, for. Is that Caribbean Carnival that takes place in February? Uh, Notting Hill Carnival is a Caribbean Carnival. Okay, because like in yeah. London, in London, I'm not. Gonna, I don't know any other carnivals, but that's the biggest, biggest carnival. It it probably takes place then because that's when it's warm and people want to be outside. Like, oh yeah, in the Caribbean February is well all year round. Yeah, <laughs> February and March, like you guys, like the Caribbeans, like they're they're on point with those things, and I was like. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. I mean, that's great for us because that's when when the, the the flights are cheap to Caribbean. <laughs> so like, yeah, let's go. Uh, but yeah, no. Mm, I'm just trying to think. Black history. I I do think there was one thing that came up. I was watching the Killer Mike uh, thing where he was talking about Black Friday every Friday, trying mm-hmm. to your community. And I think that's a cool concept. I don't know if that's a doable concept, but I think that's something that we I, I'm trying to be a little bit more mindful of. It's very hard here in the UK, though. We, I think our our pounds is probably in the in the black community is probably less, even less than four, maybe six hours than what he stated. But yeah, 
I, I liked yeah. in his show when he was saying that uh, it would, he had, he tried to buy black, like try to buy everything black. And yeah, really that exposed was a lot of um, areas where black people are, are not in terms of business. Yeah. Like, every he, he tried to make sure every little thing, like, okay, if I'm going to drink this soda, was the can manufactured by a black person? Was the soda manufactured by a black person? And was it delivered to me by a black person? And is the person selling it a black person? It's like four different things for just one product. <laughs> I thought that was like a really amazing episode that he had and exposed a lot to how much yeah. more we have to work towards. It was scary. It was actually uh, scary, and it was also very sad. And I think he made a statement about as much as seg- segregation was bad, it was all, it was actually probably one of the best times for black uh, economy um, and community in that regard, that the money stayed within the community. Mm. As much as segregation was bad, right. it was, we you were better off monetary-wise. Imagine. Imagine. Like, you know, we, you had more money in your pockets. You had more middle class then, you know, like nowadays it's very hard to be more class because you're giving you're giving your money to, to people that are outside of your, your race, which is which is insane. I'd like to see more research done on that. Like uh how did the quote yeah, unquote black economy compare to the rest of the American economy during times of segregation? Because I, I, I kind of felt like it was a little short-sighted, like what he said. It sounded like really theoretical. No, we had, but, no but back in the day, they had the, the Black Wall Street. Yep. In, in Tulsa, they, Oklahoma. Yeah, they, they were actually quite prevalent. Mm-hmm. And that mm, got burned yeah. down. Well, it's almost like, hmm, okay, hmm, interesting. Yeah, it's a, it's a good topic to explore, you know? Yeah, maybe we should do that. And then yeah, have sure. a conversation about that for sure. Yeah, maybe we could do <laughs> that. I think so. That would be a good topic. But, um, yeah, so Black, Black History Month has kind of been not the greatest, but I think there's been some gems and sparks out of there. Especially with the some of the things in the beginning, like we were, actually no, I swear there was some craziness in the beginning that it set it off really bad. I can't even remember when. I just remember seeing on Twitter like, really, it's the first day of Black History Month, and this is how we started off. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Was it the fire festival that started off? I was think it, it um, that job then. <laughs> was it our <laughs> documentary that started off? I think I no, that was in January. I think that started in January. Mm. I can't remember what had happened, but there was something that was like, really, this is how we're gonna start it. Was it something related to Candace Owens? Something related to her. No, she was in the oh. middle of February. I did not even pay oh. attention to her. <laughs> she popped she up wild. on my. Oh my god. Uh. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, I don't even want to talk about her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. And then, uh, what's her name uh, that uh, used uh, Martin Luther King Day to announce her president run? Oh, Kamala Harris? Kamala Kamala Harris. Yeah, yeah. I used to be a stand for her, and then that move, I was like, oh, okay. hmm." And then I I started. Kamala Harris, yeah. Kamala, yeah. Sorry. Kamala or Camila? Uh, Kamala. Oh, Kamala? Okay. Mm. I used to actually like, oh, I really love her energy and things like that with when I was watching her in the Senate and stuff. And then mm-hmm. I, after that day, around about January, people were talking about her and saying, no, nah, fam, she ain't here for black people in that way. <coughs> and then she ran. And then I was like, why Martin Luther King Day? Like, why Why would you do that? That's a bit faux pas. Like, the day after? 
like, why are you taking the shine from Martin Luther King? Like, I don't. Right. It's oh, almost like she had to. She's trying to reinforce her blackness by mm-hmm. doing it on that. Like, I'm black because Martin Luther King. Like, that's how I felt when I looked. Correct me if if you guys think I'm completely way off, but I really thought that that's what her stance was, and I kind of went off about with her. Like, I was like, oh, oh, the Democrats. Oh, <laughs> where where we going here? We can't. Ha- what's gonna happen? He's gonna run as well, and then Bernie know. popped up, and that was fun. I don't even know who. I love him. Bernie, but I want him to sit down. He's I too see, old. He he I not see him to sit down. Uh uh-uh. uh. Survive that White House. Ugh, man. If there's a White House left, right? Look, listen. <laughs> if I was thirty-five and had five thousand dollars to start my own campaign, I would do it. Since anybody can obviously run for president. Um. Mm. <laughs> mm. So, that you know, I just that's so great. It's a mess. It's a mess, and just to, like talk about um the Harris lady some more. Like she slipped up in one of the, her little podcast interviews. She was like, "Oh, yeah. this was recent." No, um, it was it wasn't recent. It was probably maybe a couple of weeks ago. But she was talking oh, that's about recent. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it was yeah, on the Breakfast me, Club. It was oh, on Breakfast Club. Oh, I yeah. never watched that because I was mad at her for announcing on. I was like, I didn't watch it either. So what happened? So yeah, basically, what did she, do? she um she was saying, yeah, I listened to Tupac and Biggie in, in some year, and she's like, yeah, I was smoking weed and all that, but they weren't huh? even they weren't even releasing music. <laughs> so, <laughs> she was trying to, she was trying to relate. <laughs> so she was answering two separate. So they asked her if she smoked weed, and she said yes. And I inhaled, and that was a reference to when Bill Clinton said that uh, he smoked weed, but he just he, he basically just put it in his mouth. He didn't take it down into his lungs and breathe it back out. And then they asked her, uh, like, did she listen to Tupac? Did she listen to Snoop Dogg? And like, she said that she smoked weed in college. And then they asked her, and it, was, it was supposed to be a separate question: uh, Does she listen to those artists? And people have convoluted to say that she was smoking weed in college and listening to Tupac when Tupac never released any music during that time. So, oh, but, so she was answering two separate questions, but it, they, they, they came back to back. Yeah, so people are like trying to make it seem like like she's pandering. Oh, okay, yeah, she, okay. She wasn't like she was. Well, I mean, I'm not her campaign manager, but when I was watching it, um, it, it seemed out. like she was answering two separate questions. Like, yes, I listened to them, and yes, I smoked weed in college. Not, I did it at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I got yeah, you. But, yeah, yeah, I get you. Okay, I'm just trying to educate the children. You know, I retract. Yeah, yeah. Right now. You can you could be against somebody. You could be against somebody, but make you know make sure that you know the reason why you're against them. You know, like right. yeah. That I I I believe in that. Like no no, but I could watch something and be like like with the art the the Kanye West thing where everybody's going crazy over it. Like slavery doesn't exist. Oh, like yeah. as much as that really hurt me, I really sat back and I was just like, yo, this man's mental health is deteriorating, and that's not what he meant. When he you said slavery that, was a choice, yeah, slavery was a mm-hmm. choice. Yeah, that was what he meant. Yeah, but he he actually meant, in my opinion, mental slavery is a choice. But you can see if you watch the interview. Uh, I hope you guys will go back again. I like to go back and revisit just to remind yeah. myself. And mm-hmm. you can see where he's mental health. Like he realized, like, did I just fucking say that? Like you can see he's like out out of body. He you can see like he his eyes start darting around like. Whoa! Mm-hmm. I just said slavery was a choice when I meant mental slate. Like you could see that he he was having a real hard time trying to explain what he meant, and that's when. And then he started going to his, you know, 
complete opposite of you know the Kanye and jumping around and shouting mm-hmm. and topic. And that's when I was like, yo, he he has mental health issues. We need to help him rather than ostracize him. Um, and then I don't yeah. think, uh, but many people saw the rest of the interview where somebody else stood up. Uh, it was a black uh, journalist in TMZ. He stood up and he said, "I'm offended, and this is what I'm doing." Blah, blah blah. And he and he had a conversation with Kanye about it, and you could see yeah. how he changed and he apologized there. Like he, you could see that he's and he said that like, and then he started ranting about his medication and his health issues, and you could see like this man is hurting, you know, but. I digress. That was ages ago. It's like, you know what? Kanye is a whole nother topic that we can touch on, too, because I have so much, like, I want to love him again, but I just can't. College dropout is over. Graduation, (laughs) late registration is over, unfortunately. I think the closest he's ever going to get to that is Life of Pablo. That was a pretty good album, and he got pretty close to his roots. What, were, what his was beats. Life of Pablo? What did he release in Life of Pablo? Because I stopped listening um, to him after uh, all of the lights. Was it uh, that album? Waves, album of the lights. Real Friends, um, mm-hmm. Ultra Light Beam. That, that is a great song with um, oh, yeah. Chance. It's a rapper and someone else who sings gospel. Kirk Franklin. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. Kirk Franklin also. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm think not, of like, I don't know if any of them went mainstream. Uh, probably though. Let me look it up. Probably not, because like in the UK, we, uh, I don't know, but I would say after like all of the lights, uh, that song or stronger. I can't remember. I can't even remember what it was. Stronger but... was pretty mainstream. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was on eight oh eight and heartbreaks though. Uh, that was on graduation. Yeah. Was uh, I'm, wait, oh, I'm but, thinking uh, all of the lights. Hold all on. of the lights was eight oh eight. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think mm-hmm. that's what I didn't buy any after that album. I stopped buying. I think when he married Kim Kardashian, I think that's when I was like, Ooh. Yeah, a- after okay. his mom died, he he definitely yeah. took a turn. You for saw the worst. Sort of turn. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm talking about the mental health issue. Oh, like, we're actually wrong. Hold on. Oh, let, we're let it... wrong about I what? Say, yeah, let's correct something. All yeah. of the lights was actually on his My Beautiful Dark Twisted Dark Fantasy Twisted. album. Oh, okay. So okay. we were wrong. Wait, right. Stronger was on graduation. Let me double check. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't think uh, it was. Yeah, yeah. Stronger's on graduation. Um, so Father Stretch My Hands Part One. Um, no, Part Two is where you hear the uh, you know designer um, Panda. You, you know that song. Yeah. Oh, so uh, he sampled that song Panda and Father Stretch My Hands Part Two, and that song hit first, and then Panda became really popular because of Kanye's album. But oh, God, like, that none was of them. I don't think I don't really remember uh, his songs from Life of Apollo really getting a lot of radio play. But then again, no. I live in a really white area of Florida, so I I can't hear it. I, I have to, I get all my stuff from YouTube, so y'all can tell me better than that. Well, but, I don't, I don't really, um, but the yeah. album was fire. This new I Yay did. album that it can go somewhere. That's <laughs> <laughs> the trash. Let's let's not talk about that. Okay. Let's <laughs> not. In fact, I don't think. What decent? Yeah, no. Um, I've I've started not to listen to a lot of rap recently because, other than like Chance or uh, Kendrick or or J Cole, like there's not a lot of Lewis type uh US art. Uh, you don't like that? Careful. I do like those. I I rather I listen to those uh type of lyrical uh based that has mm. a little bit more lyrics lyrics to it rather than the mumble Migos. Do you I'm like really uh, Logic? I have never bought um or any um like I haven't really gone after any of his albums, but I 
do like listening to some of his uh, his work. Yeah. A lot of his early work, well, even now, I'm not going to say his early work, but a lot of his work talks about his past, like, growing up in a, I don't know if I would say drug-infested home, but growing up under, like, abusive parents and struggling with his mixed-race um, yeah. culture. Like, he talks a, a whole lot about that in a, a lot of his early work, I would say. Now it's more like he's talking about everybody else and, like, trying to, you know, come together as one and, and mm. peace love and harmony things like that he, he preaches a lot of positivity but he's really lyrical like he uses yeah shit he ton is, of I words. Agree. Uh, um <laughs> so if you like lyrical stuff definitely check, pick up logic i mean i i remember when uh he really uh I, I can't remember what the song was called but he has the lyrics i'm black i'm black i'm black. can't remember what what one it was and the, the way he got a lot of flack for that song in the black mm-hmm. community um, it it was almost like you ain't black. Like there were times he wasn't black, but like, he needs to get the hell out. Like why are you saying you're black or whatever? And there's a lot of colorist colorism kind of going on. So I have That's a little bit wave. of a soft spot. I have a little bit of a soft spot with logic because I can understand his dilemma. Like, I understand the, the situation that is he's in in terms of colorism. He's light as well. Like you look at him, you might not think he's black, but you could. I to me, I can see where there is some black. Um, yeah, features and things like that. Yeah, I can see that he's mixed, but to some people it's like, well, you're too light, you can't. So when I hear that, it just reminds me of the things that I go through. So I like, I have a little bit of soft spot with, with Logic. And the same with Mariah Carey. Like, Mariah Carey is like my number one uh, artist for mixed race people. Like, she, mm-hmm. she helped me a lot when I as being yeah. mixed race. So. Uh, Drake is also half black, half white. And, but he uh, doesn't, so he J. doesn't. Cole. But yeah, J. Cole talks about Drake does not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the that's the difference, and it's kind of a shame because I think that's something there that he he really I feel that he it would be great if he starts you know really discussing that uh, so that a lot of people that are coming up can understand and and really can identify with because it's not easy being mixed race. Not to say that being black is easier or being white is well actually hmm. yeah. well be it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not yeah. not saying that, but we have our own different struggle. We yeah. have our own story. Do you know what I mean? So we need more storytellers of that, so people's hearing different stories, different sides. You know, was no, it Lucas maybe... Joyner? I think Lucas Joyner. Yeah, Lucas Joyner. I, I love him. Is he him? Yeah. Or Joyner Lucas? <laughs> jo- is it Joyner Lucas? It's Joyner Lucas. Lucas. <laughs> uh, yeah, either one. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit too old for that. I'm not <laughs> so, a racist. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that that's, was good. That's a, that video is powerful. Goddamn. That's very powerful. And that black uh, dude, he slapped that MAGA hat off his head. I was like, yeah! I'm going to slap him with him. Get that shit off your head, boy. Like, <laughs> You know what that means to me? <laughs> I feel yeah. it. I felt him, man. I felt him. I think I think it was a, it was a good uh, video because it, it shows both both views. Like when you really deep the, the conversations that they're both having. Uh, it's just like you're in two different worlds. Um, and then um, you, can't, you can never forget Childish Gambino. So, you know... Mm. Those are the people that I tend to follow into the world. I'm not really here for Migos and like even Cardi B. Like I'm, in the beginning, mm. I was standing for her. Now I'm like, mm. yeah. you don't fuck with Cardi? I do and I don't. That makes mm. sense. Like when she got with Migos, she start now she's starting to sound like Migos, and I don't really like the ad lib type rap. Like I don't like Bad Bougie. Yeah, that's really great, but other than that, I don't really. What? Like it really irritates me. Like they really what? irritate me lyrically. 
Do you like her hits? Like, uh, I like it was her and Bad Bunny. It's some other artists. I don't like that. I really don't like her like mm, that. I really uh, don't. I've been messing with reggaeton lately, so like, I, I, yeah. I like that song. I like Bad Bunny I mean, a lot. I, yeah, I'm not okay. really. Yeah, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I I stand for her. I think you know the music that and the things that she achieved. Hundred percent support. Right. I'm not gonna take that from her. And I think does she des- did she deserve a Grammy? For the album, I think so. I think she did a Absolutely. lot of things. I think she did. I think she did a lot. And Who did she compete with? Oh, uh, what's his name that passed away? I can't even remember. See, these oh, are all people that I don't know. Matt Miller. Um, she compete with J Cole with KOD. Oh, see now, J Cole. Um, uh, but nah. this is the thing. As a lyricist, as a lyricist, I I could go down the list and be like, uh, I can see where she's lacking, right? But I, as I when I look at it at overall compass, and I think, oh, you know what, she she deserves that because the things she did, the things that she achieved in a short amount of time. Yeah, she wrote as many of the raps, but she really did. Uh, she made a she made an impact in the hip hop culture. You know, mm-hmm. like, and I I will, I think that's that's awesome. Like, I think that she she's a hard worker and she deserves it personally. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't really like Cardi like that, but oh, I don't think she's not. A, I don't think she's a bad person <laughs> or anything. Um, but I think it's cool how she speaks up about stuff that's going on in the country. For real, um, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. And even that, like she said in that uh, video about um, how she's like the country was in a hellhole and everything. She was honest. She's like, I don't know much about this stuff, but I can tell things are bad. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, I'm scared. Right? <laughs> That's what she said. Right. And she got money. Can you imagine? She has money and she's mm-hmm. scared. So, you know, she she's she's saying what she needs to say and I respect that. You know, I respect anybody that has a voice in, in my opinion. I'm just not pandering to mm-hmm. to the money as uh, or the the money game, as Steve Harvey liked mm. to. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. She, she mm. was doing that before she even got as big as she is now, which is... Oh, cool. yeah, that's why I people love her. Down. I think she's tamed down, though. Mm-hmm. I think from, from Cardi, when she released... Uh, uh, what was it? What is it called? The Red Bottoms? What, what is the song called? Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm so yeah. old. No, the, the one know. that she got, number one. Motorsport. Oh, um, um, Bodak Yellow. Yeah, but yeah, yellow. Oh my god, how did I forget that? That Jesus. song is fire. Yeah. So when she released Bodak Yellow, and to now she's nowhere near how she was. Like either the child mellow- mellowed her out, mm. the child mellowed her out, or and or the PR that she's been having with when she has acted out a little bit more than she could. <laughs> you know. <laughs> To be fair, um, Bodak Yellow was like a really huge hit, and it's it's hard to like go above that. It's kind of like uh, Drake trying to go above God's plan. Like that was a huge hit, and then like you know everything else on Scorpion. Well, I guess you know um, what was that song called? I don't think, I don't think God's um, plan is a huge hit for me. It was like a billion, not from Drake. Billion streams. What's that one that with the dance? Um, Kiki. Uh, what's the name of that song? In the yeah, feelings. Yeah. In my feelings. In my feelings. Yeah, that wasn't even that supposed was to be a song. hit. Like, that was like Shiggy who made that like super popular, and then yeah. that took off because it became like a YouTube. And City Girls were in it. Like, I didn't even know City. That was I saw City. I saw the girl that rapped it. Like uh, I can't remember. Um, a little young Miami. Is it young Miami? I yeah. saw her rapping oh. that. 
and I didn't know who she was. I was like, who's this chick? Mm. Like, that's how out of the game I had been in the rap yet. I was like, who the hell is this chick? But I like her verse, it's fire. And then and then I see the twerking video. I was like, Lord, where did they come? And then I realized it was her. I was like, Lord Jesus, what? I was like, yeah. Cardi is still out here. Cardi is still going to strip clubs and like working the pole. Cardi is still out here yeah. being herself. It's just that we don't I, see it as much anymore because she's trying to protect her brand. But she's still out Yeah. I, I liked her on the um, twerking. Like, I liked that type of rap. But when I hear her with motorsport or anything that has Migos, and it was just too much. I, I don't like that. I like World Like Yellow. I was standing, I was like, yes, I love that. Because you can hear the lyrics, you can hear a little bit onto that. You know, it, there's not a lot of ad libs and the whoo, and I don't want to hear that. I get that from Nikki, and I don't like Nikki. Like, oh, I don't yeah, like her I don't like her. So, I'm not saying she is like Nicki Minaj, but when she started doing those things, I was like, yo, just stop, man. I, I, I can't have another Nicki. So, so definitely being with uh, Offset has enhanced all of that in her music, but she's oh. been like that since Love and Hip Hop, making all those ad-libs and yeah, sound effects. Yeah, I know that, yeah. but she's in terms of her raps, I'm, like, Bone mm-hmm. and Yellow, I never noticed it. It wasn't as hard, like, it wasn't as apparent. I, but when she became with Migos with the motorsport, and I was like, oh, God, what is this? Tr-? I actually said, what is this? Fuck-? I was like, what is this hot doo doo trash? Mm. Like, I really, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. I was like, no, please stop. You miss, you miss Tupac, don't you? I do. I met that's, immensely. That's, that's, that's all I wanted to hear. That's all <laughs> mm-hmm. I wanted to hear. I miss Tupac, I miss Biggie. She was I'm, Nas in the 90s. Yeah. Jay-Z. Yo, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, you know what? I actually don't like Jay Z. I don't like, I don't rate him as a rapper like that. I don't. I don't I'm, I'm, uh, There's no songs you like? He got like, a, like 120 more. They're like 200. <laughs> Big Pimpin? But I, I, I mean. You didn't like the ensemble he did with Linkin Park? I love oh, that. Oh, yeah, actually. That, no, oh, that, my God. I'm here that for that. They should have did more. Uh, yeah, My you know God! God. Damn. Uh, encore, encore, encore. Mix is my number one Jay Z uh, song. Yes, I will. I'll give you that one hundred percent. I love that, that Jay Z really like opened up other Black artists to like work with people outside How of their many? genre. Like mm-hmm. when Nelly and Tim McGraw did. Ugh. I'm really not here for Jay. I'm. I'm gonna be so honest. My head. My head. <laughs> yeah, right. 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 <laughs> I mean, and then Nelly, um, Nelly really changed the game. Actually, people don't give a lot of credit to Nelly, but he really changed the game in terms yes, of gl- club bangers in the days. He really, uh, you have to give it out to him, and uh, T Pain as well. The like, I love T Pain. People like, I love T Pain. Realize how much they did a lot for the culture, and then they're talking about Migos is the first, like, or was it Future's the the. the the first person to do all of the auto tune. I'm like, I'm sitting, I'm like, man, I could go back to computer love, okay? Who is that? Computer love. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Who is that? Are you really? Like, that's the first auto tune I remember. Let's 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 keep it 100, okay? Like, nah, the first auto tune was the first person who ever spoken to a fan and started singing, okay? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Let's keep yep. it all the way real. It's the first person who put their hand over their mouth and went, wah, 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 wah. okay? Let's take it back to the Native American days, okay? Like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, and it just makes me mad when I hit. So I, I, I like I don't like Future, 
like don't like any of I don't even like little Wayne. Like I don't like not I, anymore. I don't like little Wayne. Period. period. I don't like little Wayne. Period. Oh no, I used god. to love me some old Wayne. I'm sorry. Oh, I oh, it. Nah. His oh mix, my god. His, his, his mixtapes. Yeah, his mixtapes are better than his albums. So, so you, of, of course, course, of course, of course. The drought, yeah. But then I'm just like, why are your albums fire? Sorry, I can't give you goat status. But wait, Bye. wait, wait, wait. You don't like any Carters? No, no, any no, of them? I don't care. I just, I don't, I don't care for his life. Like, Tilo, uh, do you turn up to bad. Beethoven? Like, what, what do you turn up for? <laughs> <laughs> she she twerked that booty for Bach. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what do you, what do you listen to? <laughs> Like, all those random stuff, he's like, nah, I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it. I just, I but, need words. I need lyrics. What? Need hold, opera. On, hold on, hold on, hold like, on, hold on, hold on. How you go from Lil Wayne to Oprah? Like, <laughs> like the, everything encompassing hip-hop. Like, hello, Lil Wayne isn't hip-hop. Like, I'm not, not with that. I'm with that mumble shit, but yodeling. I'm here for that. <laughs> Yo, shit. I'll rather listen to yodeling than... No, I can't. Well, see, like, my issue is I stopped listening to rap because of all this mumble, like, mumble stuff. Oh, and being oh, And being... No, like, seriously, because oh, I'm legit. from Atlanta. And so, like, being from Atlanta, I honestly feel like we have put out greats like Outkast, Dungeon Family, yeah. Killer Mike, and then we get Migos. And I'm just like, no, oh. <laughs> this is what? it's, it's a disgrace to Atlanta for me. Like, and I just I can't listen to it. I'm sorry. You, That's you what's have up. to kind of you have to change your perception of how you listen to it. Because I felt that way at first too. I got into all the hype of like, oh man, I like this mumble shit. Nah. But then I, I all right, so I, I saw this um this Vox video. It's a Vox V O X on how Kanye produces his music and how he uses a lot of vocals to produce instrumentals in his music. Um, so mm-hmm. if you take a song like Waves, for example. Um, he's, mm-hmm. he's using someone like going, uh, 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 but like, he's like playing it like in like a really melodic way. Well, if you yeah. pr- perceive mumble rap as they're just using their voice as an instrument, then it, it does change your perception on the genre as a whole. Like, like when they go, whoop, it, it, imagine what if that was an instrument instead? Like, I, I would say I young that. thug probably does it the best in terms I, of I like using that. his voice as an instrument. And just adding ad libs just to add like noises as if he was hitting like a different kind of instrument. But I that, that's that. that's the best argument I got. Yeah. I mean I I get we, that. I, I get that. I think I think this might be another proper topic I'm for next time. For another time with like like old school versus new school. You yeah. Know? Um because I one, I you know, this wasn't even on the top of this. <laughs> I'm Saturday. Sorry. We always have time on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we do. Luda, Luda, Chris. It's Saturday. Oh, oh. even Luda, Chris. Oh. What you did? Oh, Buster Rhymes, like Missy. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Mystical. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, mystical. Watch yourself. Do, do you turn up to that, Tila? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Shake the ass. Yeah, like um, I'm all good with that. Like, don't give me. I turn up, but when I hear Migos, I'm just gonna sit down. I'm not gonna lie. Like, you know what? I will give Migos this. Like, it's because of them. Okay, it's because of them that I like. I broke out into listening to other music and stuff because I couldn't stand what was on the radio. So I, thank you, Migos, for getting me back into K-pop and shit. But you know, oh, you know what? If you really like lyrics, then I will suggest you like follow some UK rap. 
So I would say three two uh, Rich three two. Sorry, um, I would say a Carla. Oh, who's this guy? That was I, I found out in the YouTube the other day. I was just like, yo, kidding me? His song, his song is called Black. Uh, mm. oh, oh, I can't remember. Oh, let me eat. hold on. Let me quick. I have to. I have to tell you about this one because this one. And I listened to it. I was like, are "You really? My life. You snatched my wig." It was a very good lyrically. I was like, "Ooh, okay." He's going. He's going for some. Uh, hold on. Let me see him go down my my thing. Oh, you can see Adina Howard to that earlier today. Oh yeah, his name is Santan Dave. Uh, S A N T A N Dave, and he just released a song called Black, and mm. he talks. So it's a really great like Back History Month kind of anthem. Like you would really like it. Uh, but yeah, a lot of a lot of UK rappers, I would say we're we're heavy on the lyric, and it's probably the reason why that I'm really used to lyrics and being a lyricist as a rapper. Like you know, battle rap and things like that. You just don't. You know, chat rubbish. Like you, you yeah. have some substance behind your words because that's what hip hop is about. It's about you know the story or you know telling a story, whether or not you know whether it's selling do- uh, drugs or you know not graduating from high school or whatever it is that you're about. But it's about a story. It's a poem, you know, in my opinion. So I'm I'm quite pure, uh, like a purist when it comes to things like that. But that I think that maybe could be my age showing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is what it is. But yeah, we could we could we could shelve that though. I think that's like a podcast in its own, like rap and the state of rap where it's going. Um, I was going to talk about. Oh lord, I think I think we might have to swap that, and I think we might go on to. Is anybody going to TwitchCon? I jumped over um, the, the J topic because maybe we can put it in with the R topic at the bottom. Uh, we could I talk about uh, the P, the 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 P Piper, Pie Piper. Definitely the Pissy uh, Pie Piper. The Pissy Piper. Yeah, Pissy Pie Piper. We could talk about that uh, with, with that. So yeah. My trip card. Anybody going? Twenty April. Absolutely. October. I want to go. You uh, going to I want to go. September. You don't go to April. No. No, I'm not you coming to have... Berlin. I don't have Why that money. Not, man? You know, I don't have that money. It's free. Like, nah. Know? Not nah. free. It's uh, it's, it's legal. It's legal prostitution. Well, won't people be speaking mostly German? Probably, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm off that. Uh, yeah, but they also speak English too. I said they speak right? English too. They have to. Do not do Germany. Yeah. I love Germany, okay? They've come a long way. Yeah, like, do you know there's a. Sorry. That was sorry. That was I mean, she ain't lying. They did. I mean, they did. They did. They did. a long way. Exactly, they, they did. They they did a yeah. lot to try and change. I mean, change. they Years did. Later, they look where they're they still they're still doing a lot to change. You, like keep in mind, like, I lived over there for they, a while. They, so I, that's the one thing I have to respect about Germany as a country. Like they understand that they mucked up, and yeah. they're like, we, it, it, we, it doesn't matter. We're gonna continuously try and make it better. Like it, even mm-hmm. if it is better, 
like, there's a lot of uh, black people that live in Germany. There's a lot of, uh, yeah. like, I have a couple of aunties that live in Germany. Like, a lot of uh, Ghanaian communities over in the Ger- Germany. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot. Um, so, it can't be that bad if if, uh, if everybody's going to Germany over UK or I love over them. USA. I loved it. But no, at TwitchCon, I really want to go. Yeah. I'm trying. Look. I'm talking about San Diego TwitchCon, right? San I, Diego, yeah, San Diego. Diego. I mean, I, all I can be talking about is the EU because I, I, I'm not going to San Diego. That's one. That's September. That's in the middle of a uh, school, so I definitely won't be able to go to that. So mm. yeah, I don't think I will ever be able to go to TwitchCon unless I'm like full time streamer or art, like a freelance. Like I could just do get up and go wherever I want. Right. I don't yeah. think I'll ever be able to right. go to twenty nineteen. You'll be there, Tila. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not gonna say yeah, sure. Like, nah. <laughs> I'm not be there. So, uh, um, someone did any of you guys go to TwitchCon in uh, San Jose last year? No, no, I've never I been to go. a TwitchCon. Wow, I actually right. couldn't go because there was a high point furniture market. It was a big thing, and I couldn't. I had to. You had to make that rack. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely, if you have the opportunity, I mean, if you can plan for it right now, if you could save, like, I don't know, $100 a month, take the yeah. time to go to TwitchCon. It is a great experience. Like, just imagine, um, well, first of all, if you're aspiring to be somebody in this space, definitely take the time to go to TwitchCon. You'll learn a whole lot. There's a whole lot of vendors that are out there looking for people to, and for lack of a better word, former pop, I was going to say use, but former partnership. To like yeah. put their products out there and they'll put your face out there. It's a mutual partnership. You guys can work together. There's you're you're basically going to a space where there's a ton of creators just looking to meet new people and create more work with each other. It's a very, very positive space. And yeah. uh, you get to explore San Diego too, although it's like more expensive than other places of the country. It'd be it'd definitely be great. So I plan on going this year. I don't I'm not even gonna put that out there in the air that I'm gonna be hit partner. No, I just intend to go. And mm-hmm. whatever happens, I just want to network with more people, grow my network, create dope shit with other people. That's awesome. I want to go, but this plane I ticket from yeah. here. Okay. <laughs> That's the biggest thing for me. Like, from Atlanta all the way across to there, it's like, oh. It's a nonstop. It'd be like, what, 500? But then, but then you, could still, you could still go to other conventions. I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to go to Blur. TwitchCon's the big That's one. I'm, I want to go to Blur, too. Is that in D.C.? Yeah, that's a six-hour drive for me, so I can do that. I was at the first one. I think it was in 2016. It was pretty small, but it was cool. Mm-hmm. I remember when everybody was like, ooh, is this going to pop off? Because we we had, I think, wasn't that the year, was that a year after or year before Fire Festival? And uh, <laughs> 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 had, uh, what was that? Was it Fat? What was the one, that the, the convention that completely just dropped off the face of the earth? Like, it was so oh, bad. Oh, and then the one that the people still ain't got they their can't, money back Yeah, from? they cancelled it the day before, day of. Or the day Atlanta of Con? Day. I can't remember what it was. It was so oh. bad. Well, what, and it was, 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 uh, oh, it was a woman that, I can't remember, I remember Denny talking yeah, about it. Tanacon, I think it was. They That's they invited like fifteen thousand people to a venue that only oh, holds three thousand. Yeah. Tanacon. That that was that was it. Uh, she tried to um, have oh, her Universal? Own instead of uh, yeah. VidCon. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. So UniversalCon. Yeah, it was UniversalCon. Uh, okay. Then yeah, it was. It was. No, no, for sure, it was UniversalCon. Like when I, I think when it was either the same year as Fire, 
or the year before, something like that. It was so much rubbish that was going on. Mm. It was awful. So when Blurred came, yeah. So when Blurred Con came, Con came out, we were like, ooh, ooh, and I'm really glad it's 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 going going well. So that's good. Do you guys cosplay? I'm getting into it. I have Blurred Con will be great. You'll get a lot of attention if you go. Yeah. I'm getting into it. I've had this, like, I'm a heavy set girl, so it's taken a lot for me to be like, um, you know what? It's okay. I can still cosplay as Felicia, even though I have roles and stuff like that. So I really want to do something big with, like, body positivity within cosplay, but, you know, mm-hmm. that's a, another venture for another time. Uh, do you plan on, um, so you want to cosplay as you are? Are you going to work to look the part um, physically, I guess? Honestly, uh, it depends. I like to eat, and I'm lazy, so probably, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> They're gonna have to like get rid of pop tarts first. Mm. So. Okay. I mean, I used to cosplay ages ago, but not hardcore like that. Uh, and then I had a kid, and then I used to dress him up, and that's fun. So like dressing him yeah. up. Definitely, when you guys go to conventions, you want to plan before you go. Like, you want to see what events they're going to have and try to plan your days accordingly. So, not all cons are the same. So, no. Blur Con was is very. When I went, I don't know if it was 2016 or 2017. I can't remember what, but it was the first year that they had it. It's very, very small. So, I could have easily saw every single thing I wanted to see. Like, I could have went to every single panel I wanted to go to and still had time to mingle with people outside. And still have time to go shopping for at the merch areas and things like that. But when you go to a TwitchCon, for example, like you have to set a whole day aside if you want to get stuff at the TwitchCon merch store because everybody wants to get TwitchCon uh, swag. Like literally everybody. So like the line will be a three hour long line to get just one simple Ooh, t-shirt God. and a sticker. Why? Um, when you can uh, actually get it from Amazon, I don't understand. In the US, you have Amazon.com. Because- because they're getting it exclusive. Well, it's exclusive there in the store, oh, and they're getting it first. Okay. So, oh, okay. like, you're you're paying for that premium. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of stuff. Well, I didn't even get a chance to see the store because the line was too long, and I was like, "Fuck that! I want to mingle with people." Um, but the the panels they typically are not um as long compared to say, for example, New York Comic Con, where if you go to those panels, since you're going to see like famous people with I wouldn't say millions of followers, but they definitely make millions of dollars a year. Like those. Like, if you're going to go see a panel, you got to dedicate two hours to sit on a line, like, before the doors open. So you can oh, at least Comic-Con. be in the nosebleeds. Yeah, yeah. So for TwitchCon, that, it won't be like that. All I'm trying to ex- um, express to you guys is definitely plan ahead. See the events that you want to go to. Plan out your schedule. Plan out time where you plan want to mingle with people. Uh, a lot of people on Twitter are going to post in their, their name, like Cyforce, an arrow going to TwitchCon 2019. Definitely mingle with those people so you can meet up with them um, outside of the con or in, during the con. And you're definitely going to have a great time if you do that. Also, look up places to eat and make sure you bring water with you. Or, you, you know, you could just join in with whatever the cookout is doing and just go wherever they go. <laughs> yeah, because if I go out there, I'm most likely myself and... My family is in L.A., but that's so far away from San Jose. I'm not San Jose, but San Diego. So, yeah. I think uh, some people are trying to, uh, trying to, who, who was it? That people are trying to go to Tijuana 
Major. <laughs> wow. <laughs> trying to go to Me- trying to go to Mexico. Yeah, that Trump gonna fuck you over for that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? That's not gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, but they want to do that, and if they want to have a boys' night and they want to go do that, there was a couple of people that were like, yeah, let's go. You know, so <laughs> that would be that would be quite fun if they want to do it. But I think uh, Daddy was kind of hid uh, in a maybe uh, talking about having an actual cookout. Uh, at TwitchCon, not at TwitchCon, but we have like a a meet up where we have a cookout. Uh, if you think that's a good idea, tweet the cookout that uh, at the uh, the cookout POC on Twitter. And be like, yeah, I'm down for the cookout at the cookout. I'm bring my <laughs> yeah, I, I got my plate. I'm, uh, you know, you know. So Daddy I'm can bringing see burgers. that. With, I'm yeah, you know. And then you can see that, yeah, please, you'll be, cussed. you'll be cussed out. You'll be cussed out. Don't do it. <laughs> you know, and then I could be really jealous that I didn't turn up for TwitchCon. Uh, and I could watch all of that craziness that's going down. So, yeah, if anybody's interested in that, just let, let Denny know. Don't DM Denny, okay? Just just, just go to the book, the cookout uh, Twitter and just, he, he gonna read it. Trust me on that one. Uh, but, yeah. Um, the meetup in um the DMV that was a couple days ago. Look like that went. No, that was last night. Last night? Oh, oh. Yeah, that was last night. There was a meetup last night, uh, and then there was a meetup in Orlando, right? Well, I yep. mean, it was a Twitch Orlando, but the cookout still turned out. Turned out for yep. that. Uh, me and JD we just coming up to represent. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we I think there was a New York uh, meetup. Uh, it wasn't con con related, but it was just like a random meetup, and the Chicago, yeah, the, like people in the like, in the cookout we meet up. Uh, they definitely meet up here in the different states. So if you're on the Discord, uh, there's uh you know there's a channel area category channel category for city meetups and events. And if you go in your certain uh cities or certain areas, you can definitely go in there and um have a conversation and and stuff like that. So check out where's your nearest one, and if you want to come through, you know, boop boop, party out, get together with that. Oh lord! But my main, the main thing, I, like we've got about thirty minutes, less than thirty minutes, and uh, I, I kind of want to dedicate this, dedicate this to the one and only Pissy Pie Piper. Our Smelly, who's now incarcerated, hopefully for the foreseeable future. To witness it, R. Kelly's finally in prison. In prison. Wow. (laughs) Bars. Bars. For days. I am. I don't think you understand. Like I was, I was really annoyed with the the Jussie. Uh, Is it Sumlet or Sumlet? Smollett. 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 Who cares? Jussie. Just whatever. Uh, I was really, really down a little bit about the situation because at first, when I first heard it, I was like, what? And then when I started looking at the pictures, like, oh, something's a bit off. Like, I, I'm going to be honest. I thought, oh, something's a bit off. Why is his face not more battered? Why don't I see rope marks around his neck? Things like that. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was a bit weird. But I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, Nah, something ain't right. It just makes it. Why would you do that? It don't make sense. Like it doesn't. Why would you say that someone did that? I don't get it. 
And then obviously as for things um, transpired, I still think that there's something going weird on. I don't like it's either two things, and um, either somebody out of his team orchestrated that. Mm-hmm. I really don't believe he had a hand in it. I think honestly, I think someone from the team did something. Like he was probably complaining, ah, oh, they're not gonna give me a pay rise, blah blah blah. And then one of the teams, like like that guy from Fire who wanted to do perform fellatio on the uh, on the customs guy be like yeah I'm gonna take one of yeah. the team let me make sure my boys get set up like <laughs> I honestly don't think there's someone out there to be like yeah let me do that and I, I, I honestly don't think he he had like a hot, proper hardcore part to play in that like I'm gonna believe that it just doesn't make he's there's so much to risk right. for it to go wrong it doesn't it just doesn't make sense but I think someone stupid on his team did Talking that yeah, I talked to the two. Oh, why do they have to be Nigerian as well? They talked to two of the, you know, the, the personal trainers who mm-hmm. happen to be bloody Nigerian, mm. which doesn't help the Nigerian stigma at all. I was just like sitting them like, Lord, on B- Black History Month, not only about the gay community, the black community, and then also hyping on the the Nigerian stereotype. I was like, Lord, we're giving so much ammo to these racist people out there. Lord Jesus, please. I, I was really down about it. Like mm-hmm. I was I was really bad. And then I had I had I had the most brilliant, brilliant notification. Hey. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I literally said Black History Month is been redeemed. <laughs> At the final hour. It has been redeemed. I am happy. And I sat there and I said, Yes, Jesus Lord, thank you. And I, I know he hasn't been found guilty yet, but he needs to be found guilty. Start. It is a start. Mm-hmm. And the thing yeah. is, people people are only talking about, so if anybody doesn't already know, uh, Smelly, uh, and I'm not going to say his real name. I'm just going to let you know that. He he don't deserve to be called by his, his uh, name that he's been telling people. His name is R. Smelly, Pissy Pie Piper. That's who he is. Uh, if anybody is still confused by who that is, then I, I don't know. I don't know what you could. He he made a song. I believe I could fly. Okay, he's R&B singer. So uh, he, he not only has he been indicted, uh, charged with the ten, uh, ten counts of sexual assault. Um, he's also got this uh, federal. Do you guys know about this? He what? He has he... what? Okay. <laughs> i'm telling you fam like i don't think you understand how happy i am yeah there's some serious happiness that is going from my veins at the moment uh so so he was charged with 10 counts of aggravated sexual abuse right right and i could i could go into the hardcore facts of the four the four victims because on Saturday, uh, the, he was in. He was so the judge uh, set bail for one million, and he has to post a hundred k for bail to get out. And they go through, they go through the list of the the four victims and the charges against them. Um, which is one is a sixteen year old girl. On during the time that he was in court f- for two thousand and eight, so you know two thousand eight when he was in court for 16 days yeah the first yeah so <coughs> apparently 
<clears throat> around about that time, she tried to get his autograph and he invited her to his home and she's 16 and they had sex. And yeah. Mm. Uh, so that's that one. During, during, can you imagine the boldfacedness during the time that he was going to... Hey, Jesus. This what man was on bail. It was, not, it was 2008. Oh, okay. I was like, was this before he illegally married Aaliyah? <laughs> oh, no, no. This was this was after he illegally married Aaliyah. Damn. Uh, and then 19... And apparently, then again, in 1998, uh, he was at a restaurant with a 16-year... Uh, at a restaurant, and there was a 16 birthday party for this girl, and he saw it. So you imagine, 16 blues or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, hi, you're 16. <laughs> apparently... Uh, allegedly, okay, like I say, allegedly in quotations. <laughs> uh, so he get uh, he's Kelly, Arsmelly's uh manager gave gave this gave the girl the his business card and told him to call him and stuff. And so she eventually, she eventually went there, and uh, he paid for her, her her money and taxi fare, and for a whole a full whole year. They had a sexual relationship. Whoa. Imagine, wow. imagine. And then two, and then the next victim was two thousand three. Um, there was a hairdresser, and she was trying to braid uh, Smelly's hair, and instead he he pulled down his pants and he tried to um, get her to like force her to give him fellatio. Uh, so there's that. <laughs> Right, he's a sick man. He's a sick man. Mm. And then there's, and then there was another one. And then this is where the videotapes come in, where R. Smelly is. You can see R. Smelly, uh, having performing sexual acts with a fourteen-year-old girl. Wow. Um, mm. And then on top of that, there's actually R. Smelly's DNA found, semen DNA found on the girl. Some of the accusers. <laughs> hey, 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 let me tell you, yes. we don't know when the shirts were turned over, whether it was a brief, uh, like at the time of of the abuse. Uh, but all I know there's D- there is DNA evidence of 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 that matches our smelly. Mm. Um, his yeah, I know his court. He's uh, his lawyer is actually trying to seek dismissal for double jeopardy law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <coughs> which uh, I'm just gonna laugh really How hard. Is it double on. Jeopardy if they're just bringing it out now. From what I'm, from what I'm, the the from what they are for the ten counts. Uh, I don't. The thing is, the ten counts is that at least three of the victims were between the ages of thirteen and seventeen. So I don't know what the other six counts are for, and I don't. Mm-hmm. And if that's the six counts are including the the gold. Including <laughs> uh, including the girl from uh from the the two thousand eight trial, then I can see where he would say double jeopardy. But at the same time, if new evidence has come into into play, double jeopardy doesn't apply. So he can go right. suck a whole bag of it's a new case pissy <laughs> pissy toes, <Yeah>. literally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, here, here's the tea though that uh, people don't realize. He's actually there's actually uh, an ongoing investigation 
from from another three departments other than Chicago. That's the FBI, <laughs> the IRS, and Homeland. <laughs> the Homeland Security. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and let oh. me go into it. Yeah, this is a, this is when I'm I'm sitting there. And I'm I'm grinning. I said, Hey, this is where you're going. <laughs> so, so for the ten aggravated, uh, uh, the t- the ten counts, he possibly could go away for 70, 70 years, forty. For each instance, if he's found guilty. Good. All right. Okay. So what he's what what the ongoing investigations are that the FBI and the IRS are, and Homeland are sex trafficking, mm-hmm. <laughs> child exploitation, racketeering, and tax evasion. Bruv, oh, you're oh, wow. <laughs> and, the, and he's facing federal charges in the next coming weeks or months. And it's a separate criminal proceeding. It's not included with this 10, uh, 10 acts. So he has to fight this. And then he, if he, if, if he does, he's going to be staying in jail because he can't post that 100K because he's broke poor. <laughs> Obviously, if he does, I'll be very shocked. Wow. But um, if he does, yeah, he's gonna be staying in there, and then he's gonna have charges on pawn of that. I'm, I'm laughing, bro. I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm. Wait, I'm so I'm money, tipping. bro. He he hasn't been making a lot of money. The uh, the mute R Kelly people are not gonna try and do all that. They they ain't about that life anymore. Well, like, that mute R Kelly is really yeah. hurt him. They took all of his music from streaming um companies as well. People don't, don't people don't play his music. Mm-mm. At all, so you know, <coughs> I'm really happy. I don't know Friday, Saturday. Like I, I think I'm. I, you know, I had a discussion on Twitter with uh, one of my friends, SG Tiffany. She's in the cookout. Auntie Carl, I'm sure if to cook out. And they were saying he's he's gonna be let off. You know, uh, they're my age range, so they they remembered when he was let off in 2008 and how crazy that was. But I believe that. It's now been ten to eleven years, and I think the tide has changed. I mm-hmm. honestly, like, I remember back in two thousand eight, it took them. The charges were brought up in like two thousand and two or something like that. I think it was two thousand two. <laughs> the charges were brought up, and there was twenty one counts of of uh, of the child pornography, right? Yeah, it took six years. He was posted bail. He it took six years for him to to go to trial, and in that time, that's when he dropped, trapped in the closet. Mm. And he mm. won awards, awards for trapped in the closet, for that album. Yeah, mm-hmm. within the six time, imagine you have a court case for child pornography, and people are still vibing. The way everybody was on R. Kelly's penis, his pissy penis, was unreal. Like, they were standing for him hard. Now, no one's, no one's about that life. Mm-mm. No one's about it. And I, honestly, I the jury of his peers are not going to... The jury of his peers are not going to be supporting him. They're not, because the tide is... We've already... We've already seen, like everybody already know. We, he's yeah, he's he's done, man. He's done. He's not the golden boy anymore. Well, he is kind of the golden golden boy with his pissy ass self, but <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, yes. 
can't. I can't, I can't stand that man. He okay. I want him to go away, and then he needs to get therapy because just because he was molested <laughs> as a child does not make any of this okay. No, it doesn't. But I can see where, where, why it's happened. Like I can see, it, it's it's quite crazy when you when you hear his his story. Um, and I actually questioned myself. I think around about that time, I started learning about a lot of. I think there's a like a big, a big chart. Like there's a big ring within the circles, and this is another reason why I really don't like Jay Z. I really don't muck, like. I really don't care for him. Like, so the whole Aaliyah thing that really, if you don't believe anything else, you cannot deny Aaliyah the Aaliyah marriage. Right. That's, yeah. That's record. There's court facts. Like, how are you going to explain that? Right. There is no explanation. He knew how old she was. There's video proof of him saying her age live on TV when she was 14, when she was 12. I've done my research on this, right? Because, I, 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 look, if I'm going to accuse somebody, I'm going to make sure I, I, see, I see some of these things. He knew her age. And I've seen the court records, not live, obviously, in person, but I've seen mm-hmm. in the phone calls, and people are not saying it's not true. Seeing the annulled records, that 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 really happened. Mm-hmm. Leah married at the age of fifteen to a twenty-seven-year-old man. Facts. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, this really happened. And then I started tracing more further onto what happened to Leah. And people remember Dame Dash. She started dating Dame Dash right just before she died. Mm-hmm. But people don't talk about how Jay Z was moving to her. People don't remember that Jay-Z actually looked, found her first and she was still 17. People don't remember when Jay-Z actually really digged Beyonce and she was 16, right? Yeah. And then I started thinking, I'm sitting there, I'm like, huh? People don't remember when Jagged Edge peeps were digging uh, Destiny's Child, the, the two, uh, Latavia and Latoya, they were dating them and they were under 16. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know you weren't. I know you weren't born there, but this is some legit shit. Yeah. Right? Then, then, <laughs> then if we're really talking about it, then with the uh, B2K and the select, uh, you know, the molestation that goes on, on with uh, the manager, what's his name? Chris? Chris Stokes. Chris Stokes. And then Marcus Houston is involved in that. Bruv, I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, is what, this. Really? What? Oh, you! Oh, ooh! I'm telling you, telling you. I sat back. I said, "Wow, this was the culture in the '90s and the early 2000s, and probably still to this day." But now it's starting to cover up because it's like, "Oh my God!" Hashtag Me Too. We can't do that, man. Look at look at uh, Russell Simmons. Is it Russell Simmons? Yeah, Russell Simmons. Mans don't even have Def Jam anymore. He had to he had to escape the country for Wow. <laughs> like it's deep. When you really sit back and you're like, wow, this is and we're all standing for these people. And this has been going on see even since the eighties. What's her name? Uh who did Roxanne Roxanne? Wow. Oh, what's her name? Roseanne Barr? Rose yeah, uh, is it her? 
needs to be held in a public trial so that, like all the, the the investigation can be for everybody to see because you're right it's not just one man being a sexual predator like, this no. is a, it's honestly a team effort like it's a ring to, like this for this to network. happen and to cover it up this and is, yeah this is a team it's effort. A yeah it's a ring this is not no it's, not, it's a ring there's multiple people included in this and they're all higher up too people a lot of people that have got a lot of things to lose because there's no way he hasn't been thrown under the bus if he if he didn't have pe- uh, people uh people of power under his thumb he would have been thrown under that bus a long time ago mm-hmm. uh, a long time this like listen he's had so many charges and charges and charges like at least having to one two three four five six seven seven instances where either he, we all know that he's done something really bad, like in terms of Aaliyah, at, or and or, or he's been sued or it's been taken to court. Can you imagine? Imagine. Hey, Jesus. Mm. I'm telling you, some people, he's got some people under his thumb. For sure, he's got some serious dirt on people, the way he's been allowed to 
mm. to do what he's doing. But is it oh. worth it? Like, just because it is like, worth it because of money to them. Like, it's money because it's worth it. Money. Oh, money. I hate. Oh, that's why I hate it. Money can make I, you do some despicable. I, I think this could be taken even one step further to um, like it. Th- there has to be like a poverty um aspect to it too because how is it as a parent that you give up your child but, uh, for money also like like the, the, the parents, parents are definitely right. getting paid off to like basically put these child child put their own children in the sex rings like this and they just turn a blind eye to it like, See, how, like how do how does the situation become that bad for you where you would do that to something that you created from your own flesh and blood so for, it's disgusting to my understanding so um he's of course had people these these women living in his house or whatever yeah, and like, yeah, having them yeah. in rooms and all that stuff. But there um a lot of times the parents don't know that the, their daughters have left or something and they only to find out they're with this, you know, sick guy, you know, and, and whenever somebody reports about it and they go to his house, it's like a wellness check. As long as they come to the door and say I'm good and don't have anything visible on them, they can't get him for anything but, because they're still well, there. The- well, some well at the present moment, his sex cult. The the people are over eighteen, mm-hmm. but there was a point in time, and this is where the um, Homeland Security have charges on him, where some of those girls were actually under eighteen, mm-hmm. and because what if you're under eighteen and you pass through state borders, that's technically child exploitation, right. and um, under the Slave Trade Act, it's human trafficking. Um, so. That's where they're getting him on that. <clears throat> so there are sometimes that the parents have just turned up. In my opinion, I'm a parent. I think they've just you don't know where your child is, what your child is doing. Right. That's just that's that to me that's that's crazy talk. Um, that's number one. And number two, I don't think you understand how influential Arsmelly is. Well, was back in the day in his heyday. Mm-hmm. I. I like I don't, he's on the, he's probably on the same status as Michael Jackson in that regard of how revered Arsmelly was. Uh, like he made, I believe I give everybody. He he passed through all genres of music. White people loved him. Black people like everybody loves Arsmelly, right? He was probably one of the most powerful person. In R&B culture, in the music industry, in the late 90s, early 2000s. He was, he, in my opinion, he had overtaken Jackson in that regard. Because even he, wrote, he was writing for Michael Jackson. Yeah, he wrote, you, you, know, uh, you Are Not Alone. I used to love that song. When I heard that, I, I, I was disgusted. Well, I, I was like, he was actually talking about an underage girl that mm-hmm. got pregnant by him. And he wrote that. Let's not talk about it, because I'm going to get mad. Did Michael? But, oh, my God. Huh. Uh, let's not go back down to the Michael Jackson. Some people <laughs> might have to fight me. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, he, people people trusted him. Mm-hmm. People trusted him. And not to say that that's a good enough excuse, but with Aaliyah, they, uh, not to drag her through the mud, because, uh, you know, rest in peace. Uh, you know, I think she was hard done by, and I think a lot of people uh, let her down. 100% let her down and I'm going to say included the parents because you can't tell me that you was you were with her for every single day because that's what the statement was made she was never she never left my side but yet she was married but 
that doesn't make sense. Right. You understand? So you you know with your guilt, and I'm I'm sorry to say that the mother has some guilt of what how she 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 let down her daughter and she can't come to terms with it. And I hope one day she does, and she can forgive herself. But your daughter wasn't left alone with this man. One hundred. And there was even a rumor that she was actually um, pregnant, and she had an abortion, and that's why they got married. Wow. That that okay. I, that's alleged, but it's a rumor. So you know, that that's it's, it's deeper than it is, and uh, he just needs to go to jail. Point blank, period. Like yeah. he needs to go. Uh, he needs to not come out ever again. And a lot of people oh, need to go to jail over this. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm you know. <laughs> uh, you're right. Right. Under- but how? But how does anybody feel about the Jossie uh, thing? I just. I'm gonna wait for all the facts to come out. I'm I'm gonna wait for the uh, exactly investigation, yeah, investigation to take place because it still feels convoluted. Like I'm not completely sure that I he's agree. lying. Yeah. Um, it, it seems like it doesn't seem like we have the whole story as to how this incident uh, came to occur in the first place, but. It seems like uh, what we know for sure is that it wasn't no MAGA people that did it. And that was what most people on the left were like, ooh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. black gay dude gets beat up by a white uh, MAGA racist. Okay, that that's not the story anymore. So I'm just going to wait for the whole story to come out because I thought that's what it was in the first place. So I'm going to be patient. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. So I don't, I, I'm like, I'm leaning more to on J- Jussie's side. Um, but at the same time, I don't trust. The Chicago police force after the things that I've been hearing about them. When mm-hmm. Denny turns to me and says, I don't trust the Chicago police force, which is why I'm gonna believe Denny, because Denny live and be just Chicago, he's from Chicago, right? So he knows about it, right? And he told me every the things that have gone on and I've done some research on just crazy the crazy things that have gone on, the fabrication, evidence fabrication and all of these things to try and get their man, quote unquote. So when I'm sitting there, and actually, uh, I think it was yesterday or the end of Friday, the f- FBI um, stated that um, the Chicago police force have um, over-embellished uh, the, the fact that he paid for uh, the brothers uh, to, to attack him. In fact, they found out that uh, there's a possibility that it wasn't for an attack that he paid them for a session, like a, a gym session. Mm-hmm. So, right. and, okay. and they're saying, and they're saying that the Chicago police force know about this, but yet they they're building their own narrative uh, to go forward. So, when I heard that, I was like, mm-hmm. okay. So I'm I'm still I'm still on the fence. I'm more on just Jussie's fence. Um, I do have some doubts and questions, like. Uh, that don't make no sense, but I'm more on the fence of I think somebody in his team orchestrated it. I don't think he he did. I don't think he's the one to blame, personally. Mm. I just I don't know. Like we're all in shock about it. Like we don't know what to believe. But I just think it's crazy how they got to this conclusion that he lied about it and all this stuff so fast. But when it comes to other things, it's like it takes forever to get, you know, facts and evidence and things like that. And based upon, you know, his sexual orientation and stuff, it's just like, 
why yeah, it's time why is it so fast that he's black he's gay you're going after him so hard but when it comes to other things it's like yeah. oh, you're you're still investigating you're like okay what yeah <laughs> what was it the what was the guy that got he was trying to bomb uh, trying to do some infiltration and assassinate some people in that some white guy uh recently i can't remember the guy's name there was one guy and then there was that um that uh is it nba or what was that that guy that owns a team the sports team i don't know all of that shit stuff uh, in the know. usa he's a leader he's a he's an owner he's one of them owners is it an nfl owner or nba over owner or something like that oh the owner of the clippers who came out and he turned out he was racist no, yeah, I think he he's in jail for uh, prostitution. Oh, oh, uh, you talking about Robert Kraft? Um, that's oh, the owner yeah, Kraft, of the uh, the Patriots. Yeah, he got arrested. Uh, yeah, he got arrested for oh, prostitution. Okay. Wow. Um, that happened uh after Jesse, and then R. Kelly like overshone him and get said, you know, hold hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do one up. Um, but yeah. But- I mean, so that, that should honestly be a, a bigger story, uh, having a billionaire running a mm, prostitution ring in Florida when it's already illegal in, like, in Las Vegas. He's a billionaire. He could yeah. have done exactly that out in the um, open someplace mm-hmm. else and made a little bit less money. But, you know, we got to put black people out there and make them out to be the villains. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. And that's why, as much as Arsmelly is an absolute pissy person, I was just like, oh, Black History Month, this is not a good look at the same time. You know, really? I was happy. I was happy, but as someone that really doesn't like black people, they're probably sitting there like, yeah, you know, they're, they're, it's like a, it's a one, like a, it's like a battle one, you know, like an extra tally mark. And it was just like, can you just not have waited till like end of the month? <laughs> like, <you know>? right. <laughs> it just, but it's so good. I, I'm glad that, that our smelly is in jail. Um, I, I really am. Uh, but the Jussie one is really damaging, not only to the black community, but to the gay community. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think you understand. It's, if this is really true, like, everything that he's been charged is actually really true, like, you've just destroyed so much work that they have been trying to prove that this, you know, these, this hate, this bigotry, you know, this abuse, this all of this has happened. Like, you've literally just mucked everything up for anybody else that comes out and says this has happened to me now mm-hmm. like they're gonna be like oh you another Jussie like I don't think you understand that is so damaging mm-hmm. and it really is offensive to people that are actually suffering with this day in and day out like you it's so offensive like oh what were you thinking bro like you know but why didn't he have enough sense in himself to be like I don't think good idea like but imagine if if you have been if you were attacked and you all you can see is about the clava and marga hats and you know i don't know maybe he thought that that's what happened or maybe the people that i was but i don't even know what he was going through he said i need to watch that interview that he did do before he was arrested i do know that it's out there i can't remember what where it was from but he did do an interview before he was arrested during the week, but uh, but yeah, we could go on and on about this. I think this is something probably next week Saturday when the live after show, the live show of it comes out, we probably have more on it. And I know for sure Cyforce will will be uh, representing for sure 
and talking about it. I know something that I definitely would like to explore is um how the cycle of trauma just continues. Like when someone is affected as a child, like you know, like child molestation cases, and mm-hmm. people are affected yeah. at a really young age, and how they continue that abuse throughout their years. I know. I remember when Chris Brown, when he got caught out there abusing Rihanna, he he talked about like you know after he was like on his like redemption tour. Um, but he's how still he used doing to see, it. He's still abusing. Yeah, he's still doing it. But how he used to see his mom get beat by his father, and I know like in my own family where that happens, um, where like you know domestic domestic violence cases happen, like those people committing those crimes, they saw their parents do it, and they saw their parents do it. Like they we always end these stories at okay, this guy was a bad guy, and they they committed this violent act, and they need to go in jail. But like, how do we prevent that further? Like, I, like yeah. people who have That's already been topic. affected, how do we prevent them from going down the same path? That's um, a good topic. I, I believe it's not talked about enough, and, like, more research needs to be put into that. So I'd be interested in talking about that. Yeah, for sure. Google's. Yeah, we could we could do that Google's session. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I think we're coming to an end now. Uh, good, solid two-hour talk. I've I've had fun. Yeah, uh, just right by <laughs> Hopefully, uh, you know the the the, <laughs> the podcast can get a little bit tighter in structure and things like that. But ultimately, I think it was a good com- that's a good starting point, and we can always, you know, go further with this. Uh, my my I my overall uh, vision is we can like we can have this uh, cookout podcast, and I think we can even have other types of podcasts that can focus on different things like relationships or. Uh, just gaming or like complete comic stuff and I think maybe this we could have this podcast as a general like cultural uh pop culture or like a like a what's going on and just a general chit chat I guess um but yeah you know uh I'm always open for any ideas uh for podcast ideas as well I'm I'm really uh really interested in if anybody's got any uh in any ideas just because we just have this podcast doesn't mean that we can't have more, right? Um, yeah. And I think it's important that, you know, some people might not be interested in podcasts, like just talking about general events and pop culture. People who actually want to talk about hardcore relationships or maybe hardcore mental health issues or, you know, have a little bit more, or fa- maybe even finance, things like that. Oh, sign um, up, babe. We need to do that. Yeah, like, you know, th- that could be a legit thing. Um, So I'm really... I'm really looking forward to anybody hitting me up in my DMs. <laughs> wink, wink. Hey. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the DMs head first. I miss him. I miss him. Uh, I'm not really. But anyway, so I think we're going to leave it here. I, uh, on Saturday, have we have we discussed the time? For we the have afternoon? not. We haven't. Okay, no, so I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say a time just came like yell no, um Harlequin and and Cyforce they will be hosting, to my knowledge, unless anything changes they'll be hosting a live show where we will talk about what went on in this podcast and you can shout to them like yo teenage chatting we're rubbish what's going on <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be absolutely yeah I'll be absolutely crying. But, but be kind if you are going to give me some feedback uh, but yeah um, you, you guys can talk about that and we can maybe have a little bit more uh, different comments or whatever um, I don't know what time uh, we're going to release this 
when we release this, we'll probably put the after show when the time will be. But it's definitely going to be on this Saturday coming, which is the, what day is it? Is it March? March? Yes, it's going to be March. March yeah. 2nd? March 2nd. March 2nd. Okay. Yeah, March 2nd. And going on, the format will typically be, we will drop the podcast at the end of the and then the first, the, then the, when we, the first Saturday when we drop that podcast, there'll be the show then. So that does that make sense? I don't know. Because uh, yeah, sometimes I speak Telia talk, you know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So uh, thanks, guys, for for coming along. This and was I fun. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And a, a big shout out to Major in the background who's yeah. recording this. That's <laughs> the production man. Uh, he he's helping us out there, and he's gonna be putting it all together and all that. Um, so yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Alrighty, see you next time. All right, later. Bye. Bye.